This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Wednesday, February 8, 2012. I'm Caleb Brown. Rick Santorum's victory in three states has shaken up the GOP presidential race. His ideas are, to be clear, largely the opposite of libertarian. But could the crushing defeat of the purest form of a socially conservative neocon finally force the GOP to change its ways? John Samples, director of the Cato Institute Center for Representative Government, offers his thoughts. It means that his uh, campaign is revived. It looked like it was uh, doomed at the promise that he came out of Iowa with that he might become the major alternative to Mitt Romney, which until now seemed to be uh, slowly petering out, has been revived. So he may hold out opportunity of fighting with uh, Newt Gingrich to be the major alternative to Romney. And if he can reach that position, the uh, uncertainty and Lack of enthusiasm for Romney is such that uh, Santorum could well become a major alternative to him and could even perhaps uh, beat him and become the nominee. Rick Santorum is actively hostile to libertarian ideas. Uh, You note that he refers to it as radical individualism, as if that is a, a particularly dangerous thing. He often refers to uh, that we have to participate uh, in our government and that it uh, helps us participate in something larger than self. Uh, This is sort of a standard line for a lot of Republicans and Democrats uh, of late, especially successful ones. Uh, So it would seem that libertarians would not have any reason really to support Rick Santorum. He's supported a lot of policies that – are, are not are not popular among libertarians. So what what would be the upshot of a Rick Santorum nomination? Well, I think in a strange way, there's a libertarian case to be made for uh, Rick Santorum's nomination, uh, but though not for his election as president. Uh, the first part of that, the case for Santorum, is that he, after 20 years or so in which uh, – Christian conservatives have really flooded into and identified with the Republican Party and become a major force in the Republican Party, Uh, those voters would have a candidate in Rick Santorum that would perfectly embody their hopes, uh, their cultural politics, which is at the core of all of this. And uh, they would actually have their man at the end of the day. Uh, on the, and on the other hand, he would also embody, I think, in perhaps even stronger than average way, the, the neoconservative vision of a, a kind of saving or salvation mission for transforming the Middle East or other parts of the world through American military power. So in that sense, he would be the, the perfect embodiment of two trends, Christian conservatism and neoconservatism that have dominated the Republican Party for a while now. And the election and his campaign for the presidency would inevitably be a referendum on those ideas and that version of the Republican Party. And how is that a good thing, putting him uh, – it, it seems to me that if if you put that vessel up against Barack Obama, that uh, perhaps it's also a referendum on Obama's uh, presidency as well. Well, just stepping back for a minute and looking at the evidence we have, there's been some polling done on the two of them. And uh, there's one recent poll that has them running head to head. But generally speaking, uh, President Obama has enjoyed anywhere from an 8 to 15 percent edge over uh, uh, the former Senator Santorum. 
And I think, you know, that's with not a lot of voters knowing uh, a lot about Rick Santorum. Uh, they, as they find out more about him, they might well bring him even again with President Obama. But I think it's more likely that you would see, particularly with independents and more libertarian-minded Republicans, it might even be a real split within the Republican electorate. You might see uh, uh, a move toward the the other end of where there's a major gap between the president and the a Centorum nomination could really lead to a bad result for the Republicans in November. And why is that a libertarian thing? Well, it would mean that these unlibertarian tendencies uh, that have dominated the, the uh, Republican Party would have been put to the test electorally and found extremely wanting. And given that, and given politicians care about winning elections, it would, might be time for a new direction for the party. It's pretty clear that Ron Paul has struck a chord with, with young people, uh, a similar chord, I think, that Barack Obama struck in 2008, uh, at least with regard to wars and interventionism. And Republicans more broadly do not seem to want to turn those people into lifelong Republicans. Um, and so is it is it fair to say that what would open up within the Republican Party if the ultimate faith-based neoconservative goes down uh, in, a, in flames against Barack Obama, that, that that is the likely path of the Republican Party, or would they choose something else? Well, um, the assumption here is that the, the dominant trend would would fail. Okay, and Santorum sort of is a pure version of that. It's not a mixed version of the the past like Romney. And if that happens, then you look for something else. And the crucial thing about Ron Paul is he has made real progress this year. And it's it's real progress electorally within the party rather than as an outsider. Uh, there have been stories about uh, people that uh, – are enthusiastic about him running for party positions throughout the country. So uh, <clears throat> I'm not predicting a complete takeover, but there is certainly advances being made. And what you might hope for in 2016 is a new direction for the party, either coming from um, uh, Representative Paul's son perhaps would be running, but you also might find other candidates that I think might want to take up a more libertarian direction uh, and really bring an, an end to the era that began uh, some just shortly before George W. Bush's first uh, campaign for the presidency. It's, you know, history moves on, too, and this may be the opening for that, uh, that kind of movement. John Samples is author of The Struggle to Limit Government. He's also the director of the Cato Institute's Center for Representative Government. You can read more of his work at cato.org.